0: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: We move on on the show, and I love this day every month because she's one of my absolute favorites. Margaret Madden, Boot Club Friday. There's only one for us. How are you? Hiya, honey. How are you doing? I'm good. It's great to chat to you again on the show. Well, look at. let's launch straight into this. I know it's all over social media already, but you've selected. I know he's one of your favourites, but I want to say too, this book is simply brilliant, Margaret.
0: It really is. The book of the month for October is A. O'Connor's A Telegram from Berlin.
1: And it's historical fiction. He does it so brilliantly, Margaret.
0: He really does. What he does is he takes the, the, the bare facts um, in history and normally in, in, with an Irish connection and weaves them into these amazing fictional tales. So he gives voices to, to people from history and then adds in new characters and kind of lets his imagine, imagination go and, and just really gets us connecting with the past.
1: And a past that we are all familiar with from our history from the time of the rising and the War of Independence and all that ensued there. You know, it's rooted in this and then carrying it on with uh, the next generation of people on both sides, so to speak, the British and the Irish side, into World War Two.
0: Absolutely. And this is based around um, Ireland's response to the emergency and, and how we wanted to keep our neutrality and as you said, you're getting both sides of the story here. So you have two main characters: Karina, who is a secretary in um, the British embassies and and, and goes around travelling around taking notes for all these um, politicians, and then you have Gabriel Ford, who is the um, diplomat here in Ireland, who works underneath Dev, and uh, he he's the one that's kind of assigned to travel back and forth to Britain and and other European um, cities to um, kind of point out that we need our neutrality. That mm. Ireland wants to remain neutral. We've just got our independence. We don't want to piggyback onto the back of the British uh, um, aspect in the war against Germany, you know? Um, and it's just so cleverly done. Andrew's just great.
1: Yes, and and the thing is that he's from uh, a Republican background on the mm-hmm. Irish side and she was on the British, you know, the people who settled here and then had to leave Ireland at the time of the conflict in the early 20th century. So it's an unusual uh, liaison.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, and they meet in, in a club. Um, and uh, <laughs> a little bit like your story that you had on earlier with the girl from Australia, there's a bit of a one-night stand going on. Um, but but they bump into each other coincidentally further down the line when the talks surrounding the emergency emerge. And it's fabulous because she's from the landed gentry, as you said, and, and she had to to leave the country. But there's a the connection with Gabriel and his past and his father's involvement in the War of Independence, and um, more specifically, um, you know, when it came to, to burning down houses.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it was an awful time in this country, and he weaves mm-hmm. it in brilliantly, Andrew. But look at without as you, we don't want to give the whole story away. We give a good, bit of it, you know, and a good feel for it at the moment. But exactly. they, they, they do come together, and there's one hell of a twist, and and there's many twists, but there's one in particular. But look, they do come together, and the story unfolds because they go to Germany and abroad, and things happen, don't they?
0: Absolutely, and um, we get a, a look into uh, Hitler's domain as well. You know, yes. so there's a lot of facts, but there's a lot of fiction built into it to kind of bring these stories to life.
1: So no hesitation, Book of the Month on Late Lunch Book Club is a telegram from Berlin by Andrew O'Connor. Yes, definitely. Now, you, I know you put your neck on the line earlier in the year. Don't go back to that book, but you read a book earlier and you said, this is going to be my book of the year. Does this one contend, would you say, Andrews?
0: Um, it's a very different book, and I absolutely would be up in, in my favourites but no I stick to my original. okay
1: well we'll talk about that before year end but it's right up there you're giving it that much uh, uh, yes. of a high recommendation and it's only released this book is just only published folks yeah. and, and it's only out yeah it is uh, uh, in recent days but I want to say to you that I have a copy here and I want to give a book of the month away to one listener today so Margaret I have a little question here for them and don't you give it away please you're always <laughs> scolding me for not giving things away in the books anyway the book is called A Telegram from Berlin uh, by Andrew O'Connor and I I, I forgot to tell you, Andrew's joining me on Late Lunch next week so he will be with me on the show so we're going to have a chat next week with the man himself. But anyway, in the meantime to win this book, it's only out, it's terrific. Here's the question. The first telegram, so telegram's in the title, the first telegram was sent by Samuel Morse. Who else? But in what year? Was it 1844, 1845, or 1846? So that's 1844, 45, or 46. Which year was the first telegram ever sent? Take your pick. Have a guess if you don't know, but get your answers in straight away to 086 1800 658. WhatsApp or text your answers now to me and we'll pick somebody before the end of the show. Now, let's move on because you have three in total to talk about today. Number two, please is The
0: Rising of Bella Casey by Mary Morrison.
1: Now, what what is this book about?
0: Again, this is historical fiction, so you have the weaving of, of reality and and com- complete fiction. This is basically about Sean O'Casey, the playwright's sister. And it's kind of based on his memoirs that he had about his family growing up and, and how he came to write, eventually write about amazing characters that he did in The Likes of the Plough and the Stars. So... Um, his sister, Bella, was 15 years older than him, and she was a teacher. They were a Protestant family, and they were they were comfortable. They weren't hugely wealthy, but they were comfortable. And while Sean um, embraced the Irish life and changed his name and, uh, and changed his religion and everything, she didn't. She, she remained um, staunchly Protestant and went to work in a primary school under a, a man called Reverend Leeper. Now he, oh, he turns out to be the most horrible man, and and something happens that changes her course in life, and then eventually uh, she marries a, a British soldier called Nick, and things slowly start to crumble even more. Her whole life becomes this kind of downward spiral, and right down to tenement life. And I think th- the the tenement life that she lived in did hugely inspire Sean O'Casey's writings.
1: Mm. And there's. Uh illegitimacy in here a baby is born and you can imagine in Ireland at the time how that would be regarded Margaret yeah but
0: you um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm afraid with spoilers you know yeah like
1: but you know that that, that that that's in there as well which was a fact uh, a deep stain on on our history oh, yeah, a, as absolutely. well mm.
0: especially considering what, what what will be released in the next few months you know is, yes mother of and course. babies and everything yeah. but yes that, that's part of the story but then there's also um what it was like around uh, the War of Independence, the looting, all uh, the madness, um, the aspirations that people had, had it. and then also what they were living with—you know, with consumption and, and all different diseases still floating around. What it was like to live in a tenement building, yeah. and how she was—she remained quite snobby through the whole lot. So you mm. can definitely see characters that were inspirational for. Her. For Sean.
1: The one thing about this lady is, and I I see it coming through. If people have been talking about it, is that she's so selfless a person. Yet life kicks her at every opportunity.
0: Yeah, well, she started off selfless, you know. Yeah. As as the kicks come harder and harder and harder, she she kind of changes a little bit. Mm, but mm. Uh, yeah, it's a fascinating story, and it, and. It just kind of brings back the the, the memories of O'Casey's plays and, and how characters were the most important thing. And to be able to read a fictional account of what it was like in, in these tenement buildings is amazing.
1: Yeah. OK, so that's uh, another recommendation from Margaret. The Rising of Bella Casey by Mary Morrissey. It's uh, highly recommended and Margaret loved it as well. Now, finally today, well, you've dug deep into the archives here for mm-hmm. this one. A classic.
0: Yeah, a classic that I have mentioned before, but it's Halloween and you're asking yep. to pick kind of a creepy read. Mm. And um, the creepiest one I can think of, which is not like a ghost one, but it's just shiver in your spine, is Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier.
1: 1938. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. And the new Netflix movie came out last week. That's based right. On that and is right. And I watched right. it. Yeah. Did you yeah, watch it? That was- I did. Lily James um, played the unnamed narrator and uh, Kirsten Scott Thomas, who's just amazing, she played Mrs. Danvers. OK. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you recommend it worth watching on Netflix?
0: Yeah, especially just like I mean, the acting isn't wonderful mm. on, on some, but the, the the location and the visuals and the music and the cocktails and the clothes, yes, absolutely, You yeah. lose yourself.
1: Yeah. I, I know my late mother loved the original, the Hitchcock yeah. version, nineteen forty. Rebecca It was one of her favorite movies of all time. But look at the plot is it's quite well known at this stage. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Maxim the Winter, you know, meets Rebecca.
0: No, he meets an unnamed Sorry, an
1: unnamed... Rebecca is the wife, isn't it? Sorry, i beg a Rebecca is
0: the ex-wife. Is the
1: ex-wife. Who's died?
0: Yes, and and her previous housekeeper, um, just when this unnamed narrator, I don't know, let's call her Mary, when Mary arrives back to Maxine's house, which is Mandalay, um, this housekeeper does not like the new wife. She adored Rebecca. Yeah. Boy, does she psychologically torture and mm. wear down Mary, and um, it's just the tension and what really happened to Rebecca and and all the the creepiness surrounding it. it's dark and twisty and turny. And if, if if you haven't read it, I would definitely recommend.
1: Okay, it. it's a Halloween read, and I did say to Margaret, pick one for the eve of Halloween, and it is mm. Rebecca. And yes, there is that thing that from beyond the grave, Rebecca. Mm, that evil. will manage to haunt
0: mm. this poor woman. Absolutely,
1: yeah. she does indeed. So if you haven't read it, it's worth going back to Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier, timeless and loved and read by millions. Margaret, you're a star. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Talk to you
0: soon. Give my love to Andrew.
1: I will indeed. Thanks indeed. (laughs) Bye, bye. That's the wonderful Margaret Madden bringing us her recommendations every month on your Late Lunch Book Club here. And the question again, if you'd like to win the book of the month, the first telegram was sent by Samuel Morse. In what year? Because the book title, of course, is a telegram from Berlin. When was the first telegram sent? 1844, 1845 or 1846? Your answer with your details to 086 1800 658. And we'll pick somebody before the end of the show.